What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Between Two Tackles. I am your host, Alex Spinelli, and alongside me, as always, is Ray Volo. No Dino tonight. Ray, my man, how are we feeling? Absolutely massive, massive weekend for the Jets. Yeah, I mean, it's do or die time now, man. December fucking football, so big division game. It's going to be cold. It's going to be ugly. Uh, Josh Allen sucks, and the Bills are pussies, so let's go. (laughs) All right, we'll start right there uh, for our previews. Jets, Bills. The bill is a 10-point favor right now. And honestly, over these last few games for the Bills, I don't know how they're 10-point favorites to anybody. They are so banged up. Um, Mike White has looked good the last two weeks, so hopefully they keep it keep it rolling. Ray, what do you think about this one? Um, how do you see the Jets faring after taking the first game of the of this two-game matchup? I mean, this line, I feel like, says it. This line just like tells you that Vegas thinks that the Bills are going to mollywop us, I think. Um, and it makes sense. I mean, it's like they, this is going to be their revenge game. We just snuck one out against them the first time in the metal, and um, and at our home, uh, stadium, Meadowlands, I was going to call it, fucking whatever the fuck <laughs> it's called now. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just going to be, it's going to be a tough, it's going to be ugly, dude. I think 10 points is kind of ridiculous to be a line, but. The fact that it's set that high makes me think that Vegas is um, really pushing people to try to take it, which I, that's why I stayed away. Right. Um, and I mentioned how banged up the Bills are. Matt Milano didn't hasn't practiced this week. That's uh, if he doesn't go. That's that, I think that's like that's an X factor because that guy's the he's a leader of that defense, especially that run D. Right. Uh, Jordan Phillips is out. Deion Dawkins was limited, um, so he may go. Quesenberry, who took his place, was also limited. Um, so especially on that offensive line, if we can get after Josh Allen, I think we could keep this game close. It's going to be fucking cold in Buffalo. I hope we can muck this game up a little bit. And I think, honestly, the way Mike White's looked the last few weeks, I think we could throw on their secondary too. Yeah, I mean, I think that they're, the Bills' defense in particular, I think Matt Milano is a key to that. So if he's out, it's going to be massive. And then on the other side of the ball, I think our offensive line – no matter our defensive line, rather, no matter how uh, how healthy their offensive line is, we're going to get ours. I think it's going to come down to uh, playing disciplined football, though. I think our everyone's had to stay in their lanes. Our linebackers definitely can't get uh, lost watching Josh, but at the same time, you got to keep an eye on him. It's you know, it's that kind of a dual threat that's really concerning because if he gets out of the pocket, everyone uh, pushes up. There's going to be some shit going on deep down the field. Um, but we we contained Josh really well last time, so I think he. Really, he's going to have like, – he wants to put on a good show. So, um, I think we got – again, we should make him uncomfortable. Our D-line is – I think the D-line is an X factor for us every week, but we got to pressure him and we got to force him to make those same mistakes he did last time. Right. And hopefully, if we're playing well, we ran the ball really, really well against them the last time we played. I mean, to not maybe not to start the game, but to finish the game, we yeah, ran yeah. the ball really, really well. We controlled the clock. Michael Carter should be back this week, which will be nice. Get him in a rotation with, with Zonovan Knight, who who's looked really good. Um, they got to control time of possession in this game. You can't let Josh get too many chances. 100%. And I think you mentioned it. I think Carter being back, we all know Carter. He's I think he's a leader of that team, really a running back. But I really do like Zonovan Knight in this game where he's if our offensive line can like open up holes. He just gets downhill and he hits the he hits those holes hard. I feel like Michael Carter's been kind of dancing a little bit lately. I mean, that's his thing. He likes to make people miss. Mm-hmm. Zonovan Knight runs hard and he runs down people's throat. I think in the fourth quarter in particular, like last uh, time we played them, that's going to come in huge. Right. 
All right. Should be a good one. Looking forward to it. Hopefully we beat the fuck out of these guys. Fucking Yeah, I, th- I mean, this is also an, a, another massive game for Mike White. I know we mentioned it, but like uh, he did what he did against two very, very uh, poor passing defenses. But this is the number one scene in the AFC right now. Like if he can put it together a nice, another respectable game, it's going to go a long way. I mean, a win here is massive for us. Let's just be real. Yeah. If we get, if we can sneak out of Buffalo with a win, I think it almost locks us for the playoffs. Uh, I, yes. I mean, I don't want to go that far, but like it, it increases our odds ex- exponentially because then we got two home games coming up against Detroit and Jacksonville. But I, I'm really intrigued to see how Mike White does, and I think that um. Our offensive line is getting healthier, obviously. I know we lost Max Mitchell and whatnot, but uh, Fant replaced him last week and looked well. Mm-hmm. And no Von Miller is massive. That defensive line is deep, but without him, I think it's going to – I think if we keep Mike White up, uh, Garrett Wilson's going to get his too. I mean, they're kind of – their slot corner has been playing as well. So uh, look for a big game for, for Garrett. All right. All right, let's move on to the next game. Another big, uh, big divisional game. Eagles at Giants, the Eagles a seven-point favorite right now, coming off a dominant victory over the Tennessee Titans. I think they really needed that game, too. Um, even though they were 10-1 and one going into last week, their, their last few games, they were kind of they kind of stumbled into, into wins, um, had a close one against Indy, and I think they just showed why we're, they're arguably the best team in the NFC. Um, and for the Giants, obviously, we, we talked about it in our, in our recap, a crazy tie with uh with Washington last week so they want to keep it going to stay in this uh NFC race right what do you think about this one i mean Jalen Hurts looked great last week threw for 380 yards and three touchdowns do you think that continues um and where do you see this giants team in this playoff picture right now do you think they're starting to fall out i mean they they're definitely uh, on the downslide let's be honest they've dropped i mean They've dropped three of the last five with that tie thrown in, and their only win is coming against the Texans, and that was a one-score game. So uh, they're definitely – I mean, they're they're coming back down to their level. I feel like they're, the talent's kind of showing. But they're a well-coached team, and this is a division game. So uh, history would show that this is going to be a, a really gritty, hard-fought game. That seven-point uh, spread, though, like, I was surprised it was that high. I mean, not like – I mean, the Eagles are much more talented. Don't get me wrong. They're the number one seed in the NFC for a reason, but – if history says anything, you'd assume it would be a close game. So by Vegas setting it at seven when they're on the road, it makes me think that they think it's going to be a blowout. Right. Yeah. The commanders got to uh, to Daniel Jones four times last week. They got to keep him upright against this Eagles team. This Eagles team is built to get a lead early and then hold you down for the rest of the game. Uh, if if Dimes and Saquon can maybe bust one and, and get the lead, because they're also kind of built like that. They're not meant to to be trailing in any of these games. Yeah, well, I was going to say, uh, Saquon being uh, questionable right now is massive for this game and for my fantasy fucking hopes, because <laughs> if that guy doesn't play because of a sore neck, I'm going to be livid. Uh, this, Like you said, the Giants have to keep this game close. They cannot afford to get into uh, – let let the Eagles get out to an early lead and try to pass and come back. That's just not how they're going to win. The Eagles secondary is way too talented. Their defense as a whole is just way too talented. So I think their, their key here would just be, they got to hope Saquon's healthy and they're going to have to run the ball efficiently and effectively. They got to hold the ball, keep the game close going to the fourth quarter and hope that they can force Hurst to make a mistake. Cause that defense is gritty. Like defense, they're going to blitz a lot. They're going to, I mean, we do know that the Eagles off the line is, top three in the league i would say but if they can blitz and get pressure and force 
uh, Hurts to make a turnover then in the fourth quarter, that's how they're going to win this game. So it's got to be close, and they got to hold the ball. Right. And for the Giants, I'm just taking a look at what the playoff uh, standings are right now. They're currently in the sixth spot. Um, they have one less game played than the than the Commanders. They're seven, four, and one right now. Um, the Seahawks are seven and five in the seven spot, and then the Commanders are an eighth, just outside. It's seven, five, and one. And the Giants have the Eagles uh, on the road at Washington, on the road in Minnesota home against the Colts, and then on the road against the Eagles. It's kind of a tough stretch for them, too. This would be a massive, massive game for their playoff hopes because um, you think they're going to they're gonna drop the game against the Eagles on, on the road. And playing at Washington is tough, and playing at Minnesota is tough, too. Crazy they had so many division games for, like, the last, whatever, like, seven, like, last seven games during the season, they have, like, four or five division games. It's kind of fucking wild if you think about it, especially yeah. in a division that always plays tight. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, yeah, if they can – I mean, they're, if they defend home here and sneak out with a win, I think that that really bodes well for their playoff chances. It's kind of similar to the Jets in a sense. Like, yeah. this is a game that they probably shouldn't win, and they, but if they can pull it out, I mean, good coaching can obviously pull out – you can probably win at home with good coaching, obviously. So if they can pull this out, I think that really bodes well for their chances to uh, sneak in there. Right. It doesn't help. It doesn't hurt, rather, that the uh, NFC is kind of shit, too. Yeah, because in the in the nine spot, I mean, they're two games ahead of the Lions. They're two wins ahead of the Lions. Lions are not in ninth right now at five and seven. Um, the AFC getting a little, a little tighter um, each week, which uh, I don't like to see. But we'll see what happens. Hopefully, uh, hopefully they get a good game in the, at the Meadowlands. Let's go to our last game. Got the Dolphins at Chargers on Sunday Night Football. The Dolphins a three point favorite right now. Ray, what do you think about this one? Uh, this is going to be a really good game. I think this is going to be like a shootout. Uh, two really good young qu- quarterbacks who are playing fucking super well. Two were coming off a little bit of a shaky game against San Fran, but uh, the Chargers defense isn't as good as San Fran, so I think he'll they'll be able to bounce back in a big way. Um. I like the I like think there's gonna be points in this game, just uh, a ton of them too. I think that the Chargers defense is not gonna be able to contain the speed of Tyreek Hill. Uh, he's gonna have a, he's due for a big game, and then on the other side, Herbert's gonna cook against this Miami defense. I I'm, I said it all year. I'm not a fan of this Miami defense at all. I think they're a little soft to be honest with you. So I think if they can uh, get Eckler going first and then build off that with play action passes. They should have Mike Williams and Keenan Allen back for the first time in God knows how long. So they're, I mean, they're getting ready for a, a final run. They get, they're still in this thing, the Chargers. Um, for, as a Jet fan, I kind of hope that the Dolphins win just because we do play them, so we could uh, get that one back and like right. give us a little bit of space between us and the Chargers. Right. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned the speed of Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle when the when the Chargers played the Raiders last. I mean, they let Devontae Adams go for eight catches, 177 yards, and two touchdowns. I mean, not not going to say who's the better receiver between Devontae and, and Tyree Kill, but if you can't hold Devontae down, you're certainly not going to hold Tyreek down either. Um, I think Tyreek has a, has a big day too, and I'm with you. I think this game, I don't know, what the, what's the uh, – What's the over under? I think it's like, it like fifty three. I want to say fifty three and a half. I would smash that honestly. And, and also, it's something to point out too. Like you said, that they struggled so much to keep uh, Delonte Adams down. 
uh, you're assuming they're going to have to go with that too high shell. And that what that's going to open. And again, with a defense that has a terrible run defense as it is, they struggle with stuff in their run. I guess that Mac, Mike McDaniel offense, like there's going to be susceptible for a big day for those two backs. Yep. And and Derwin Derwin's doubtful too to to play in this game too. Um, Damn, I didn't even know that. Which is really tough for a defense that has really struggled with injuries and struggled overall this Dude, their entire whole team, season. Their whole team is just so beat up. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. I know. I, I, uh, when we were talking about Herbert today, got just texting and I said, he hasn't won anything. Not, not saying that he hasn't won a Super Bowl Cause obviously it's his third year, but hasn't made the playoffs yet, but it's really tough to make the playoffs with a team like this. And honestly, the fact that they're six and six is a, is a big ups to him because he's played through, all sorts of shit with with this team. It's uh, it's been pretty wild, honestly, to yeah, watch I mean, them, to watch them week to week. That's one thing I actually want to bring up. So we were talking about that ESPN article today. They ranked the um the four the top the four I guess third year quarterbacks. So Burrow, uh, in order Bur- in order that they were drafted, Burrow, Tua, Herbert, and Hertz, and they fucking ranked Herbert last. I don't understand social what media they- quarterback. Dude, insane to me. I don't understand what whoever wrote. I can't remember who wrote the article, it was, but uh, Bill Barnwell. Yeah, that guy should be fired immediately. If you write, <laughs> I'm sorry, that's just the most blasphemous thing I've ever heard in my life. Um, I was listening to the uh, Move the Sticks pod with Bucky Brooks and Daniel Jeremiah, DJ. and Bucky and Bucky ranked uh, Herbert one. He's like, yeah, it's just he's like it's obvious. He's like he's he's like the best. Like with pure talent, I personally don't agree. I think Burrow's the best, but I agree. He's top two out of those four. I don't even think it's debatable. Uh like, yeah. Imagine if Herbert on imagine Herbert on the Eagles. No, nah, it'd be ridiculous. It, it'd be insane. Yeah, it'd be absurd. That team is also I mean, that team is built for Jalen, but yeah, uh, well, I would I mean, have Her- Herbert. Have, Herbert would have no problem stepping in on on that team behind that offensive line. It's also not even. I'm not even trying to shit on the like the other two and two. I'm a big Tua guy, and Jalen Hurts is obviously way outperformed the draft stock, and he's playing really well. But uh, Burrow and Herbert are clearly the top two out of those four. I think it's not even close. Right. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, hopefully, they get a little healthier down this stretch. Um, looking at their schedule, they're home against the Dolphins this week. They're home against the Titans, on the road against the Colts, home against the Rams, then on the road um, against the Broncos. So not a not a particularly tough stretch, especially those last three games. Um, you said so, they close out on the road against the Broncos. On the road against the Broncos, that's going to be a massive. That's probably, I mean, that maybe play. That's like a playoff determiner. That and then we're on the road against uh, the Finns. That a lot, dude, it's going to come down to the last week for the playoff pictures. Really, we got a really really good season, I think. Like especially the ending coming down, it's gonna be fucking sick. Yeah, um, we're talking about the playoffs right now. Let's look at what the playoffs have in store for us at this moment. We'll start with the AFC. Um, the Bills, the number one seed right now at nine and three. The Chiefs are also nine and three in that two spot. The Ravens at eight and four right now in the three spot with uh, with Lamar banged up. You would assume that maybe they drop a game and the Bengals take over that spot. Um, for the division, the Titans leading the AFC South in the four spot at seven and five. Like I mentioned, the Bengals in the five spot, the Dolphins in the six spot at eight and four as well. And then the Jets rounded out at seven and five. And then just outside, the Patriots are six and six, and the Chargers are also six and six. Um, so there's a, there's a lot of teams coming for it. The Browns are five and seven. Honestly, Watson looked so fucking bad last week against Houston. 
Um, I don't see them having a real shot, but the spot for the for the last seed is going to be really, really interesting. Dude, we we actually need the Cardinals to win this week. Like, we need Kyler. Is Kyler? He's the healthy, right? Yeah. Yeah, we need that fucking more than anything. We they got everybody system. back, too. I, this is the first time that Hollywood and, and D-Hop and I think Rondell Moore might play. I think this is the first week that they're all going to play together, which is nice. Yeah, we, we need that. But, I mean, we just need – I mean, can they keep fucking Kyler up? That's the real question. Yeah. I mean, uh, you said it, too. We we need the Dolphins to win, too. Yeah, 100%. If the Dolphins and Cardinals win, I think that – uh, I think we probably – Turn to like a sixty percent chance to make the playoffs. Depending, I mean, regardless of how our game goes. Right. Um. Funny thing, actually, I'm just looking at it. Cardinals are one and six at home. Dude, they need to fire everyone already. This is actually ridiculous. Somebody was saying that. Uh, I forget where I was reading this. That like, Kingsbury is going to get canned most likely, but Kime's going to stay. Dude, that's well, it, crazy. I think it's almost like a joke now because he's just been there forever and like they haven't done anything. I always think of like people like are kind of trolling or he has something on the owner because at this point it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous. The fact that they haven't addressed the offensive line in God knows how long it just blows my mind. Yeah, for a quarterback that's five ten. Yeah, and he's banged and he's up <laughs> every year. Yeah, like oh god. Um, taking a look at the NFC real quick. Uh, for the playoffs, the Eagles in the number one spot at eleven and one. The Vikings in the two spot at ten and two. I can't believe they're ten and two still. Um, the 49ers in the three spot at eight and four with Brock Purdy leading them right now. Let's fucking go. Um, the Bucks somehow number one team in the NFC South. What I can't believe they won that game too last week. Um, they're six and six. The Cowboys are the five seed at nine and three. They're looking like a really, really dangerous team come playoff time. Uh, the Giants in the sixth spot, seven, four, and one, and the Seattle Seahawks in the seventh spot, seven and five. Pretty yeah, crazy. I mean, it's yeah, gonna be a good one. You mentioned. I think the fucking. I mean, I, I bet on them, but the Cowboys, dude, those guys are gonna be a fucking threat. Yeah. Um, I'm really, I'm really intrigued to see where Odell goes too. I feel like him saying that. Uh, He's only going to play in the playoffs. Kind of knocks out the Giants, right? Like, if you yeah, sign, also, you see that clip that he said, like him and Saquon have unfinished business. I mean, true, I did hear that. He's a, he's an all talk guy, but it's just wild though. Like, if you if you're only going to play in the if your goal is to play in the playoffs, you're going to go to the sixth seed, who's like kind of struggling right now. It seems a little bit like a bold move, Cotton. I mean, also like how many practices do you have to log before you can even play? How effective are you going to be when you come back? Like, he's, people are acting like, I mean, if he goes to the Cowboys, it's one thing because they have Lamb, they have Gallup. Like, they got weapons. But, like, if he goes to the Giants, like, he's not prime Odell. Like, he doesn't just change their offense. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, it's like he's more of a – he should be going somewhere where he's a complimentary piece. Like, obviously, Dallas or Buffalo would make way more sense. God, I hope he goes to Dallas. <laughs> yeah, I say, God, I hope he goes to Dallas. <laughs> All right, so that'll do it for our preview for this week. Should be a good one. Shut up, baby. Um, let's get to some bets. Ray, kick us off. What do you got this week? Okay, let me pull it all quick. Okay, to start, I went with a money line parlay. I've got Dallas uh, home versus Houston. I mean, enough. I don't even need to elaborate on that. Uh, Seattle versus Carolina, so they're home too. Uh, I think that they're just, I think Seattle's, they've been struggling a little bit too, but I think they're way more talented. Um, Geno should have a good game and they're, they're always good at home. 
And then Kansas City at Denver money line. That one kind of worries me a little bit, but I mean, Does it? I, I mean, just a division game on the road at mile high always concerns me, just in a parlay in particular. But um, like fuck me, fuck Hackett. I'll, I'll take that every time. Uh, so that's, that was minus one twelve. I put two unis on that. Um, and I put a teaser in six and a half points. Uh, Philly minus a half at the Giants. Another division. Road team kind of concerns me a little bit, but I think they're just way more talented. The Giants, like we said, they're struggling. I think Philly probably wins. Uh, and then the game we talked about earlier, I have over 47 in Miami at the Chargers. We said it before. I think it's going to be a shootout. Uh, I would have liked over 53 and a half, but I thought tease it down because I fuck with teasers. Um, and then the last one, I got a little crazy here. Uh, <laughs> same game parlay. Garrett Wilson, over 63 and a half receiving yards and Tyler Conklin to score a touchdown. Uh, that's plus 900. I saw that when I was fucking around, I saw a plus <laughs> 900. I was like, I'm just going to put a unit on it. Hell, hell yeah. Um, I think Garrett is due. Like I said before, I think that they're kind of weak at covering the slot uh, and he gets targeted like a shitload. And then I think hopefully the red zone uh, play calling is a little better this week. I think they're going to have to try to uh, manipulate some or manufacture a touch for Conklin in there. For So I'm going to put bet on him to score a touchdown. When was the last time he scored a touchdown? It was against. It's, been a, it's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah, a couple games, but I like it, especially if Milano doesn't play. It'd be awesome. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is not. I mean, I think Edmonds is really good in coverage too, just because he's so big and long. But I think they're gonna have to manufacture something for him in the red zone. It was just so abysmal last week that something's gonna have to change. Right. All right, for me, uh, I started out Bengals minus five and a half at home against Cleveland. Divisional game, but honestly, Watson looked so bad last week. It's going to take him a couple weeks to to get the rust off. They didn't score a touchdown in that game, and they won twenty. They won. They won by double digits, which is absolutely crazy. Um, So I got one and a half units on that minus one uh, minus one ten. I have an eleven point tease, and I've been really bad with the double digit teases for some reason. You have been, yeah. Like I think I'm like over three, honestly, on double digit teases, which is doesn't even make sense, but I got Minnesota plus 12 and a half at Detroit. I can't believe that they're underdogs right now, but I'll take the extra points, even though I love, I love me some Dan Campbell and I love the lions, but too many points in a, in a divisional game like that. I got Dallas minus six and a half against Houston. Like you said, no real uh, analysis necessary there. They're going to roll. And then I got Kansas city plus one and a half at Denver. So kind of on a similar wavelength with you, um, I got two and a half units. That's minus one seventy five. So paying a little bit of the juice, but I like that one. And then uh, I got Tyreek over six and a half receptions, minus one forty for one unit. He's only been held under six catches uh, three times this year, and I think he's that game's going to go crazy. There's going to be a lot of fireworks, and I think he's just going to go for two hundred yards, honestly, which I also need for for fantasy. So Tyreek, my boy. You've been killing it all season. What were the odds on that? Uh, uh, minus one forty. I like that a lot. I may, I may uh, tell you on that one. All right, so that'll wrap it up for us here on Between Two Tackles. Thank you for listening. Hopefully, you enjoyed our preview episode. Stick with us because we got a mock draft coming your way. So be ready for that um, Monday first morning. The, first sharp. One the, first one of the season. Uh, boys were were rearing to go. So. 
it'll be fun to uh, take a look back once the draft actually happens and see how we did on our, our on our first mock draft. But as always, please rate and subscribe to the pod and follow our Twitter at Two Tackles with the number two, and stick with us as we continue this 2022-2023 season. Ray, appreciate you. See ya.